Okay, so let's just read over the Lashen again. The Lashen with the Lashen. For the Lashen. V'roilecha shetishtada le'esor chushecha. person should um, try to restrict, bind your senses, utnuiz eivarecha hanirim, and the movement of your visible limbs. K'moishe esaper lecha, as I will now tell you. The first step in the control of your avarim, of your external limbs, is to be able to contain your tongue and to seal your lips. And distance yourself from dvarim batalim. Until it will be for you, the movement of the heaviest limb that you have will be harder to will, moving your tongue will be harder to move. And the reason is why we need to make the tongue heavy is because kialoshen mehira betnuasa lechait that the Lashen, because of its propensity to speed, can sin with tremendous alacrity. And the amount of sins that you can accumulate with, accumulate with the movement of your tongue are greater than all of the other limbs. Because of its easiness and the quickness of its movement, and also another aspect of the tongue is that it doesn't need a into, it doesn't need a vessel, it doesn't need a, a tool for expression, it doesn't need any assistance. And its ability to affect good or bad is without interference. Meaning, if I want to hurt someone, so then I need to have a lot of different things in place. I need to have the emotional energy, I need to have the physical wherewithal. If a person wants to sin, in other ways, he wants to steal from someone, he has to plan the attack, it takes time. And that time allows um, moments for reflection and considering is this the right thing to do, is it not the right thing to do. We've learned many times before that one of the greatest ways of opposing the Yetzer is simply the ability to slow down. The minute you slow down, so then your thinking processes can set in. And then all of a sudden you can ask yourself the question, is, what am I doing? The Gemara says, um, Darshans from the Pasuk in regard to Saita. Ish ish ki siste ishtoi. And siste is written with the shin, with the sin. And it says, Ein adam The only time a person is over and avera is when he is possessed by a spirit of insanity. This declares that the stum setting of a mensch, which is so strange because it seems difficult and far removed from our reality, is that the stum setting of a mensch, the default setting of a person, is that he's, he understands that a sin is mamash a meshugas, a meshugas, it's a meshugas, dos is a meshugas. Because it's so, it's so, a person who's rooted in seichel and he realizes the reality and the destructive way that sin envelops a mensch, so he wouldn't do it, why would you do it? Why would you do it? It must be that there's some distortion occurring internally. So therefore, a person who can pick up on that distortion, he can reverse the desire for sin. But if, he's, if it's so quick, that before you know it's already happened, so you lose that control. 
so that's one of the reasons why the the tongue is is such a is such a dangerous um, instrument of, of of distraction. It's because there's no there's no gap, there's no time space. So what you want to do is you want to reverse that process. Now the interesting thing is that the the first limitation of the sin on control of tongue, he says, stop moving your tongue for dvarim batalim. So we have to understand what dvarim batalim are. There's a lot of talk about dvarim batalim, maybe, maybe too much talk. <laughs> Could be dvarim batalim about dvarim batalim. <laughs> dvarim batalim, you have to understand, dvarim batalim doesn't mean engaging in discussion which is not Torah. You can speak plenty words which are not dvarim batalim, but not divrei Torah. The Rambam in Hilchas Deus In Perikei, Halacha Zayin, if I'm not mistaken, goes through the different sorts and different ways that a person should use his tongue. And he sums it up by saying that there are two areas where the tongue should be used. One is called Divrei Chochma and one is called Divrei Gimilus Chasodim. The way that the tongue works is it's either divrei chokma or divrei gemilus chasodim. And the truth is, we have gone through the sugya of the Loshan. And now, this is how we see dvarim batalim in contrast to what they're called divrei gemilus chasodim. We learned in the Gemara in Ksubas, the persons should be socially intelligent. He should be able to connect to people of a variety of different backgrounds by honing into what they need. One of the deepest problems that I suffer from, and I think it may be a collective problem, is that, again, we've said this many times before, is trying to come out of your own selfish shell in order to see that there's another person, someone else exists in the world as well. And the dietitian of the Murebis and Mabrius means you have to create an Eruv between your dance and his dance which means that you have to see him as a person and see where he's coming from and relate to that. So you see that the, the, the koyach of Dibu, the koyach of the tongue, is a mechaber, it, it connects. But it has a, two, it has a duality, and this is really the, the two points in the Rambam. The Rambam says it's Dibre Chochmo, Dibre Gimilus Chasodim. The two roles that the tongue plays in those areas is actually quite different. In the area of Dibre Gimilus Chasodim, the goal of your speech is to, f- to connect to the other person, to help out the other person. And the content is incidental. So if the person happens to want to discuss the new type of ice cream available on the market, he's extreme, or even the new type of fruit flavored yogurt. It's like a whole sugar. There's a whole mahalach in, in yogurts. And the fruit is, 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 according to certain people, perhaps the, the, the zenith of yogurtarianism. Um, so, th- though, that's not called dvarim batalim. Those are divrei chibur. That means you're connecting to the person. There the tachlis of the dibur is not to be megale. It's not that you're trying to reveal something. You're trying to connect to something. So there the point of revelation takes a second step. Second, secondary position, and that's why you can be Meshanem Ibn Shalom. Because in regard to Shalom, the Tachlis of the Dibur is to create a Chibur. It's not to be Megale. So, other sometimes when you're Mastir, you're Mechaber. When you're Megale, you are Mafred. 
in the other side of Dibra called Dibra Chochma, there you're trying to bring down an idea and you're using the relationship purely as a conductor whereby the idea is able to enter into the Makabal's being. So there the Ikar is what the tongue is doing is a Megale and the Tothel is the Yachas. You follow me? So really Dibra has got those now. The Shikul Hadas comes into what kind of Dibra am I speaking now? In other words, when you're engaging in a conversation, you have to understand that there's, there's, there's many different daggers of Dibu. There's a dagger called Dibu Chochma. That means, I have an idea, it's a true idea, that I'd like to express to you. And then by me expressing it to you, and you being Mekabalit, so it will change your life. You'll be able to be multi parades with that idea. There's one dagger of Dibu. There's another dagger of Dibu that the Tachlis is not a Gilui. It's not that I have something to share with you. But through the discussion that we have, even though I may be talking about absolutely inconsequential things, but we create a sense of togetherness. I feel loved, you feel loved, we feel, we feel bolstered by the connection. Then there's something called Dvarim Batalim, where the words don't to either of the two. They're not a Gale Chochem and they're not Mechabe. And then there's Dvarim Roim, Loshon Hora, Rechilus, which is a dagger below that, that not only do they not do anything, but they actually harm. They, they give you a, a, a kill cool in your perception of other people. They destroy. So you've got these different spectrums. Now the, 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 the yes, Kelman. Uh, just to say, could you give an example of Dvarim Batalim? Because you could take out the Dvarim Kibble to quite a broad range of things. Say, any conversation that we have... Dvarim Batalim, Dvarim Batalim is... Dvarim Batalim is sport. But you could say that's Kibble. That's could be Kibble, it depends. Say you're speaking about a person, he supports Liverpool and you support Arsenal. Now clearly, when you have a discussion about the match, it's not going to connect you. <laughs> because Arsenal won, and you support Liverpool, and they lost. So what you're going to do in your Kerechaz Adibu is going to express to him how you felt that the only reason Arsenal lost is because they tipped off the ref. Mimela, he's going to say, Chas Shalom, you just can't admit defeat. And that's not going to create a good feeling between you. But if you're talking about sport, you're talking about the two teams, oh, you but, ah, Le you both support Arsenal. You both support Arsenal and you want to discuss their great victory over Liverpool. <laughs> so in that context, it could be that if your intention is to be Mechaber, so then other rabbi, you're using those Dvarim as a Kerach If your intention is to praise Arsenal, so then you're not being Mechaber, you're just being Moisit Dvarim Battalion. So it does depend a lot on your intention. Good? Yes? Shalom. Are you all following? <coughs> It's fascinating because it means that the two primary aspects of the world, which is really how we perceive the world and how we function within the world, are, are all in the world of speech. Our relationships are built a lot of times through communication, through being mechaber ourselves through Kurech And our wisdom comes about through Kurech HaChochmah. So the, the or, or our distortion of reality or our ineffectual, our our social problems come about through Dibur and our distortion of what the world is about comes about through Dibur. So Dibur is really, it's the, it's the pinnacle of the location of freedom of choice. As we've said many times before, and it says, V'hiya Adam l'nefesh chaya targum renders l'ruch mamalala a speaking spirit. The creation of man it means he became a speaker. And that's why Chazal referred to man not as a boicher but as a medaber. Because the dibur is the central koyach 
of creating or destroying the world. That's where that's where the the, the power of Bechira Chofshis lies. Yes, Josh. Going back to something that Jared was saying, like, isn't it also a difficult line to define? Because what one what might be to one person is not to the other. If I mean, Absolutely. We have a and for me, this conversation might be keyboard, but to you, it might be film. So you only have to worry about yourself. Why? Uh, maybe maybe I can talk things that are but but tell them to me. But for you, it's keyboard, so it's good for you. So I. So that's called keyboard, correct? So I don't care though. I don't need the keyboard though. So. What do you mean you don't need the chibur? Why? Wow. You can't be... You, you need the chibur. You have to be... You have to be connected to other people. Well, or it doesn't cause chibur for me, maybe. Maybe... So then why are you saying it? It causes chibur for someone. You can't. You can't a chibur is a connection. You can't... He can't be connected to you and you're not connected to him. It's a duality. When two things are connected, they're connected. If one thing's connected to you and you're not connected, then you're not connected. <laughs> what about lying, though, in a certain sense? For instance, someone says, oh, I, I really like cake. And you're like, yeah, I like cake too. And for you, that caused a chibor. Because, oh, look, we like cake. But I'm like, I don't really like cake. Yeah, but it could be if your goal is to connect to him, so then the information is irrelevant. Yeah. That's Mishanim Ibn Ashalim. So that could still cause the chibor. Absolutely, because you want to connect him. So you know by saying these words, you'll connect him. And you want the connection, he gets the connection to Valdik. Mm-hmm. So this is the to speak to the Jelly guys when they come. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Because it's 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 keyboard. It doesn't matter what you say. Really. Absolutely. Absolutely. You there's, there's still guidelines that you can't just like stamp because there's no stamp. No, there's no hate to speak. There's no speak. Chakas is not just a stamp from a keyboard. Someone has to be like a keyboard, but like again, when you you know you can form many keyboards with many different people in very illegal fashions, right? No, not just because it's a chibur doesn't mean it's good. So, so ul- the ultimate tachlis is not just stam a chibur with someone. It sounds like we're because there's a tachlis between the There's a tachlis called ches. Again, there's something I want to I want to impart someone with words of chokhmah. Mm-hmm. It's one tachlis. There's another tachlis. In other words, when you give a person a drink, the tachlis to give the person a drink. That's the main thing. It's a tachlis between atzmai. So when you're giving a person a good, w- when you when you engaging in them and you're communicating and they're feeling good about it, that's a tachlis between atzmai. Doesn't matter about the content, and on the contrary, you'll find that if you speak to a person who's estranged from Judaism, and you speak to him in terms that he can relate to, ironically, not speaking Torah brings him way closer than actually speaking to speaking Torah. Right, because he's not going to understand the Torah. He's not no, he's not going to understand it. Is that he feels that there's a connection between you and him? Right, you speak about things that, that he's familiar with. So that means that you in that world and me in this world are connected. So he's connected to you, and he's connected to Torah. I told you, Bishamif Rafelt. Then you get the netto. What? Once you do that, then you get the netto. No, no, no. That is the netto. Yes, yes. So I don't feel that then, let's say the person is really into, say, American baseball. Yes, American baseball. Is there any other baseball? Go on. Baseball. Sorry, I mean, I baseball. Baseball. <laughs> he's into baseball. He's into baseball, right? American you baseball as opposed to Japanese baseball. Yeah. You know anything about baseball, but you're thinking that maybe you can like have some kind of an influence on him. Uh, is it is it then right that you can like spend? Do you need time to spend learning about the game? Absolutely. So spend time learning about the game. Right. That's called a mitzvah lishma because who would want to learn about baseball? I'm saying that's Lishma. There's only Lishma Gadolim is there. Spending your time learning about baseball, which is a silly, silly game. Even the bat, they couldn't get it to be straight. They made it around. So I'm saying, do you understand? It would be, but if you do that for another person, it's an amazing Mila. Amazing Mila. Kavaldik. Can you do it even if you're not 
generally because it might come so then again you know your life is this amazing arena of choices and you reveal yourself by making those choices so if you want to take off the next two years to study general history geography political sciences so that you can converse to a wide variety of people because you feel that will be the best in case that's a choice you can make and I can understand it it could be however that there's other choices that should also be made which also rate on this hierarchy and therefore person to Choose his time and use it wisely. Good. Continuing the lotion of the of the He says, therefore, my brother, You have to make sure to stop the tongue, break it, meaning the sense of brakes on a on a bike or on a car. Use the brakes. And gr- that's what the, that's what the, that's talking Hebrew word. Benim shall bind to rule over. But al tatir law and do not permit it min hadibu. So now with the al tatir law min hadibu, you see an amazing, amazing yisoid in the way that we meant to relate to the different parts of our body limbs over here. The, the way the chayvus al vavas speaks about the tongue is as speaking to as speaking about something other than myself. He doesn't say the al tadaber. He says, don't, ta- don't permit your tongue to speak. Don't permit t- your tongue to speak. One of the most important ways of moving forward as a mensch is to, to create a distinction and a distance between your limbs and even your middas and your inner das. So that you actually see your tongue as a vehicle and a tool that you use and therefore do let it do that, don't let it do that. As opposed to being a part of you, being <coughs> lowered into your tongue where you can't decide what it does because it is you. We have to create distance between our limbs, our middas, and live in our das. The das is the koyach of control to decide when and how to use what we have at our disposal, meaning our middas and our body and our possessions. Okay? So that's why he says, Al don't permit your tongue. The only that which you can't exist without, and now it distinguishes again between two Diburim. In the Rambam, we said they were Divrei Chochm and Divrei Gimilus Chasadim. Over here, the Chayvah Zavavas breaks them down into different categories. He calls one Divrei Torah, Tzarech Torah, and the other Tzarech Olam. And limit the excess of your tongue as much as you can within your entire ability. And even once you've done that, because of the propensity of the tongue towards speaking things which are harmful, perhaps you'll save yourself from her damage. As Shlomo Melech says, Life and death are placed in the hands of the tongue. So that's, uh, you see the caution that we need to use and, and exercise in relation to our tongue. As we've said many times before, in Kelm, they spent their words like they spent their money. Not tenagorot. Imagine if every word was an equivalent of $100,000. And you've only got limited capital. You're a shiva bocha. You're not an avreich. Avreichim harei. They have to marry children. They've got unlimited capital. Talking about bocha. So now you have to think, should I invest in this? Should I spend? Should I invest in this? Or shouldn't I? So you have to, you have to consider. You have to, and then speak.
it's an amazing hasaga of what a dibur is. A dibur is a very precious thing, yes, Sam. Did you propose using a technique such as stutter for everyday life as well? So again, what we, we have to see how this impacts on us, because this is something which is very, very tricky. If we introduce this into our daily behavior too early in our growth, we will, we will land up very strange, very strange. Um, you have to always act madrega appropriately. So right now we're defining the parameters of what the tongue is. Now in order to apply that to our own growth, it requires a tremendous amount of chokhmah and self-awareness and thinking about where I am in the ladder of growth. Just to give you a context to this, where this Chodivosavavos is located, Chodivosavavos is located in Shai Precious. So in Mises Rishayim, he points out, points out that Precious is the beginning of Chasidus. And Chasidus is not for the normal person. Chasidus is for those people who are the select few that can go above and beyond the letter of the law. So not everyone is expected to be a Parish and a Chasid. We're meant to be a Naki, we have to be clean. But we don't have to be Prushim and Chasidim. Now, if, you, if so, why are we learning this? Uh, or, or ask a better kasha. Why does the Messiah Shoyim list, really the Messiah Shoyim, since he says that Nikias is where the average person, except for the select few, gets to and should get to. So why does the Messiah Shoyim go on another seven Madragas beyond, beyond Nikias? So... It could be the one answer is because who knows who's a chassid and who's not. So you have to. So anyone potentially reading the book could be. So the Muslim have to give him the possibility. But I would rather venture to say that even if you're not going to be a parish and a chassid, if you understand the playing field, you're able to locate where you should be much better. If you don't understand where the goalposts are, so you have no idea where you're going to. So understanding parishes and chassidus gets us a sense of, let's say, the power of the Dibur and where the ideal should lie. And then I have to say to myself, right, I'm not the ideal. There's no way I'm near the ideal. On the contrary, if I try to be the ideal, I will actually handicap myself very, very, very radically. I have to grow from within. There's a Mishnah Empirical Ovitz, which I've learned is fond of quoting to explain the process of growth. And he says, the Mishnah says, um, If you have 100, you want 200. Meaning, the nature of growth is in relation to what you have, not what you don't have. This is something which I think has been a little bit distorted based on the tremendous emotional kilkul introduced to us by the American dream. Shall we say the American fallacy, the American illusion? The American illusion introduced us to the notion of unrealistic growth. Anyone can be anything. Shekhar Vehevel. You can only be what you are. You can't be anything. In other words, growth comes from within. It doesn't come from some external desire to be. If a person sees inside of themselves a certain amount, you can extend it to the next degree. And granted, that extension, building on who you are, can become exponential. But it's always, I come from where I am to where I'm going to next. It's not that I know where it should be and therefore I'll try to... I don't know if I'm not explaining myself clearly. Meaning a person that has a gosha of Kirvas Elohim in a Shemon Esrei, 
in the first bracha, so then he can he can he can he can nourish he can be nourished by that to extend it beyond that point. A person that has no hagasha and he wants to mechaven in all the with dvekus, he has nothing to he's got nothing to build from. You have to build from something. So now, when applying this to dibur, so really it requires uh, uh, the initial point is to examine your dibur and to see what I'll give you an example in terms of there's so many sugyas in dibur I had a chavrusa on Thursday a very important chavrusa that I completely forgot about so I had to phone up and apologize so the reason is I forgot but no it was actually in the morning so the reason is I forgot why did I forget it was bad that I forgot there's no real reason why I forgot. I mean, it obviously wasn't important enough to me, otherwise I would have remembered. So that's terrible, because it's a huge insult to the person. So now, I could phone him and say, listen, I'm really sorry, I just completely forgot about the Chavrosa, which uh, is the accurate, that's the reality. Or else I could say to him, listen, I'm so sorry, but, and make up an excuse. <laughs> so now, you, this is this is the mockum where your tongue is tested. Do you understand? There's an MS and there's a shalom and then what do you do? Is it better to say to him, listen, I'm really sorry, um, I was on the way to Chavrusa and I got delayed and uh, and a whole lot of onsim occurred and I, I'm really, really sorry. You say to him, listen, I forgot. So do you understand that it's, so that's the, so that's a point in my life where there's a sugya. There's a sugya of how I'm using my Kurachadibur. There are many other sugyas, but most sugyas you find with Dibur and with all our voice emitters, most sugyas, the real areas we have to work on, you don't understand you have to work at all. You don't see them. One of the, one of the goals of our Musa is to try to find the blind spots in my life. And the truth is, I found that, I found that Nakula. That's why I, I had to think. But also there was a delay in time and I had to think about what I was going to say. But probably the way I use my Dibur in every other area of my life, I'm probably falling into traps all day long, but I can't even see that. You following me? So the, the first step is to create transparency. <coughs> and once you have transparency, in other words, knowing how you use your Dibur, then you can see where the appropriate level to go, go to is next. But you can't jump. It's a good morning, Brachov, no? Now you call it Kofit, then Kofit. It's a good morning. Can't, you can't you can't jump my dragons in your face. You have to go slowly, slowly, slowly. You have to no, you have to go the few Can't go beyond your koichas. But the few koichas you can go very, very far because your koichas get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger if you build with them. If you don't build with them, so then you remain in exactly that's a scary thing. If you go too fast, you stay in the same place. Because you can only build from a foundation. When you build from a foundation, so you become more powerful. When you build from fantasy, so then you are able to fake it for X amount of time until the expiry date runs out and then you, boom, you fall back to where you were before. It's a big, big, big problem with Bale Chiva because they don't know how to measure the pace of growth. So they go way too fast too soon. There's no building on foundations and then they backlash. And then they think they've had a Yerida. No, they just expose that their Aliyah was never an Aliyah. How do you know if you're faking it or not when you're going up? You're faking it. I'm joking, I'm joking. How does one?
how do you know if you're faking it? You have to be aware of yourself. In other words, um, okay. The way you the way you know you're faking it is that if you haven't engaged yourself in, and we'll just have a brief aside over here. If you haven't engaged yourself in the internal dialogue, chances are you're faking it. Now you're probably going to wonder what an internal dialogue is. So an internal dialogue is one of the major um, skills of, of Nimrit Musa, and it's engaging in a discussion that one would think as is popular misconception that the first sign of madness when you start speaking to yourself <laughs> saying he's mad, he's speaking to himself um, I would respectfully like to suggest the exact opposite that the first sign of sanity is when you begin speaking to yourself you have to speak to yourself, if you don't speak to yourself so what happens is your entire internal world is shrouded in mist. The internal dialogue helps to make the clarity of what's going on within the internal struggle. If there's no clarity about what's going on in the internal struggle, so then what happens is your um, uh, let, let, me, let me perhaps let me tell you a story. about a man on a bus. And this is, this is a kind of dilemma which can go on inside of a person, um, specifically inside of a voucher. And I'm just giving this an example. Again, it's not relevant to everyone, but it will have, its application will have some bearing of relevance to other people. And this is kind of coming to terms with an inner conflict and the real self and who am I and where am I. Person's on a bus, because this is a minaginary Israel. And uh, back in the day, there were buses which were, which were, back in the day, today, all buses were Mahadran. I'm saying there were times when buses were trafe. Taka, today you can still get onto a trafe bus. Now, w- there's a couple of nafkaminas between a kosher bus and a trafe bus. A kosher bus, hooray, has got separate men's and women's seating. Trafe bus, mixed. A kosher bus has no radio on. And your trade bus has a radio on. Long, so it's not chiyuf. It's, it's, it's a rishus. If you want, if the driver wants, you can put on the radio and no one can protest. Good. So, imagine if a person back in the day when there were trade buses. Sorry, when the trade buses were the norm and not the exception. Again, I'm speaking in a very limited context over here. Of course, of course, of course, back in the day. Um, again, it's that, that's all sugya hurts. I don't want to get into the trafe kosher bus. I don't know if they trafe for kosher. It could be both of the mahadran and mahadran. It could be the both trafe. Mechatesi should use public transport. <laughs> transport stam. We should go back to the wagon and car. But that's not the sugya. The sugya is being on the bus and hearing the radio. So you have the radio. So you're sitting on the bus and you're listening to the radio. And on the radio is blaring out. A song from your misspent youth. Your Baal so vice versa, your youth was misspent. <laughs> so you hear a song from your misspent youth. And of course, you have long since weaned yourself off in allowing those harmful sound waves to penetrate your ear and sully you on the shaman. And you hear a great song from your past. Wow. But not like just a stammer song. One of those songs which captures you and just brings you back into that moment and fills your entire being with a warm fuzziness. So now, you could handle that situation in a number of different ways. Sorry? 
it happened to come another day. So now you understand what I mean when I said you're faking it. So um, it can happen in a number of different <laughs> ways. You can react to it. The way of reacting to it is the super from it way. Super from it goes, you get a busy signal and you have the music and then your being starts to reverberate and resonate. And you actually don't even realize it, but you're actually starting to say the words in your mouth, the big smiles across your face, and you're gently swaying to the rhythm. And then all of a sudden, Frumster catches up with you and says, What? That trafe! That verstunkende music! I hate that music! And then you, you say to yourself, Oh, I hate that music, I hate that music. And inside you say, well, I'm loving this music, I'm loving this music. But you're not aware of that, so you think, I hate the music. And you try to convince yourself that, of course, you're a big Torah, what do you mean? You think about the taste of the and Machlekes, of the Madura Basin and Torah, I mean, and the Gizas Agmar, and the Chachem Sashleim. And that's where you are. What am I talking about? The Fashun and the Trafe, about Polya and Molya and Dos and Yez, Achas Fashunim. So, you say to yourself, I'm not enjoying it. Option number one. Option number two is, hey, bro, this is the stuff. I'm going to give myself the new album. And you draw it unbridled. I wouldn't advocate either of those two approaches to the experience. Perhaps I'd advocate a third approach. Third approach is being real. It means, wow, ooh, wow I'm loving the song. Now, uh, tell me, Siegel, uh, is it appropriate that you love the song, which is discussing all these, you know, Trafer for Zungen Zachen? So they no, but I'm loving it. But, uh, but is it appropriate that you're loving it? No, no, no. I should be loving the Chokas and the Shreyma and the, uh, the Machlekes between the, you know, the Teres Chaim and the Madura Basra. Yeah, but Lemaise, you're loving the song, aren't you? Mm, I'm loving the song. But uh, I can love the song. What are you? I'm a Shtungada, Tome. No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a bit bad. But you can't love the song. You're hiding the river. I'm loving the song. So now, when you admit the conflict, so now you're in touch. Now you're in touch. So now, at a certain point in time, you have to know where you are. A certain point in time, and that's why music is one of the best yardsticks for evaluating your growth. Because in a certain point of time, it should be experiential that you say, well, oh, great song. Taka, what was Pshat? What was Pshat in the Chochm Shlomer? Not because I'm from, but because that's what I am. Not because I'm a frumer. Do you understand the difference? It's because I'm just, I connect more with this than that. But that's a transitional process. The transition will only ever occur if you see the conflict. We'll discuss a little bit later at another stage how you see that conflict. But if you don't see the conflict, I'll tell you what happens automatically. Either you succumb to buying the new album, which Taka could lead you to many hours of fun, but I don't know how far we'll get you in the Chochmah Or alternatively, you can do the opposite, which is, this is a strange thing. You deny that there's even a side in you that actually is enjoying it. And then, what happens is, you move forward, move forward, move forward, but it's an illusion. You haven't moved forward at all. Because the essential being hasn't been addressed and dealt with. So he stays in the exact same place. At a certain point in time, the fiction explodes and you, you absolutely backlash to the previous point. But that has to be expanded upon further. Thank you, gentlemen, for spending more time on the power of the tongue.